Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to How Are You, the podcast. This week's guest is huge fashion goals. Her body confidence inspires me. She's former Love Island contestant turned wifey, a new mummy and an entrepreneur. It's the beautiful Jessica Rose Lever. Welcome. Hello, that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> By the way, you've clearly got, I meant to say, you've clearly got a very nice setup with the light. I've literally got a radiator and a door that's on painted behind me and the worst light, so my video is not cute. <laughs> But you know, we live and we learn. You know what? I'm recording these week in, week out. I've got to make an effort. It's my podcast, you know. I kind of thrown this on you, haven't I? I know. Well, I kept meaning to get it in the diary, and it just didn't happen. But I'm glad we're here. Yeah, I'm glad too. I feel like you're a bit of a dark horse these days, so I'm um, excited to ask you lots of questions. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Maybe we'll figure out some stuff about me. (laughs) So the first question I ask all my guests because I feel like it's one of the most important questions right now is how are you I'm okay I really I feel like I've, I've got crazy anxiety at the moment but I think that's just life for everyone um but yeah other than that everything's great I really can't complain lockdown's not been awful like it has been for some so I know that I'm lucky there but yeah how are you thanks for asking no I'm okay I'm I'm the same as you I'm I'm like lucky it's not being awful I still have a job and my family are all well, um, so I can't complain. Um, I've had my moments in the last year, though, of like, at the start, I was very like, oh, my gosh, like, what's going to happen? What even is this? I felt like I was in a film. Um, but now there's a light at the end of the tunnel, so. Yeah, no, it's scary. Roll on June 21st. Woo! Do you know what? I actually, I am, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something for my birthday this year. My birthday's in April, at the end of April. And there's a few rules lifted. So I'm really grateful for that because last year I was in lockdown, proper lockdown. And then the year before that, I had Macy the day before my birthday. So I've had two years of like crumbling no birthdays. Way. And yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. Yeah, go big. Mine's June 11th. So I'm literally going to postpone it for two weeks and be like, yeah, I'm going all oh, out. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. You said you're feeling anxious. What does an- anxious mean to you? <sighs> Lack of sleep or not sleeping very well. Um, the odd little panic attack. But oh. yeah, I think everyone gets, I think, I think it's a common thing. So, I mean, I can't complain. More than that, I think I'm just, I'm a, very stressful person I think I've learned that about myself like I I create stress even if there isn't 
<laughs> so I'm lucky. <laughs> Dom's the complete opposite and he kind of puts up with all my shit. So he kind of helps calm me down a bit. But yeah, just, I don't know. I'm bad at coping with stuff. I always have been, have been. I'm getting better, but you know, it's always going to be a battle. Do you know what? I've never, I would never think that of you um, because you're always smiling. You, you've always seemed so confident, but I guess everyone, like they say, it sounds cheesy, but everyone's fighting a little battle that nobody knows about, or you, you know, they push it down or they hide it when they're in front of people. But you're right. Like all of us have our, our moments. Um, so it is important to share. I know you're, you kind of, you downplay it. I can tell you you're downplaying it massively saying, Oh, it's quite common. You know, it's fine. I'm all right. You know, people have it worse, but you know, you're entitled to say, yeah, actually, you know, I'm not sleeping and I feel really stressed. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you're totally right. I think we we are in a strange like culture of like, you, you feel very conscious that someone's problem's bigger than yours. And I wouldn't ever want to make mine seem I guess you feel dramatic if you're mm. pushing that. Oh yeah, but well, yeah, we've all got we've all our problems are big to us in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, you're right. <laughs> True, it just makes you a good person, you know. Hopefully. So last time I saw you in person was at an event in Oxford Street. I mean, how crazy does that sound? That was years ago. That was before we were both mums as well. I think you just come out of Love Island. Um, yeah, I and think I'm... I've been out like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you're so tanned, so definitely it must have been. <laughs> um, and I remember thinking, I want her confidence. You were curvy, healthy, glowing, big smile on your face. And I think you were like one of the first females for me that I feel like felt like I could relate to on TV. And we're totally different, our body shape and everything, but you weren't a size six, skinny, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just isn't something I can relate to. No. And you were the first female on TV that I felt, you know, that connection with. And then I was like, I feel like I can relate to her. And I was in awe because I was like, but why don't I have her confidence? Like, you know, if she can be confident, then why can't I? And I've only realized this after knowing that we're going to do this podcast, right? Let me dig deep. Let me think about Jessica and the post on her Instagram that stand out to me and what did I think for when I first met her etc and actually I've realized from doing that that you really did plant a seed in me um because you know when you came onto Love Island was probably a time where I was probably feeling quite insecure and I think I just started my journey with my brother with my own sort of weight loss and improving my own body confidence so yeah like you you mastered you planted a a big seed there for me yeah by the way how weird I trained with your brother years ago I know in a gym that he made me do boxing oh my god I died I took my best mate and yeah anyway but no (laughs) How weird that we met all those years ago on Oxford Street. Um, that still seems crazy to me now. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, by the way, really grateful you said that because I don't think I was fully ready for the fact that I was going to be the biggest by quite so much on Love Island. Like everyone was sharing clothes apart from me. And it was like, maybe the girls smaller than me could wear mine, it would be oversized. But all the smaller girls were literally swapping clothes because everyone was like a six or an eight. And I was there like, well, I've got size 10 or 12 if anyone wants that. And no, obviously I was just completely different to everyone else. But yeah, I didn't realise until I was in there and I stood next to everyone. I was like, oh, I look 
bigger than I even possibly am, or at least taller, broader, whatever, because in comparison, I was so different to the rest. But no, it's nice to hear that. Yeah, no, I mean, how did that make you feel then? Did you feel, did it, was it the first time then that you found yourself comparing yourself to other women? I don't know if it was the first time. I've always been like the tallest out of my friends or fairly curvy. And yeah, I think it's one of those things that until you're stood next to someone, it doesn't really, I mean, you can kind of not think about it. But no, um, it was definitely like it highlighted it for me that like, oh shit, I really am a different size to everyone else in here. I'm not sure it bothered me all the time because I mean, I was glad like Liv was quite tall as well. Um, that made me feel a bit better, although she was a lot slimmer than me. Um, but yeah, it didn't bother me all the time, but it's definitely like when we'd get ready each night, that's when I would notice that like, oh yeah. Or like when we do challenge and run in bikinis, like they do a slow-mo if you run and I think, oh my God, everything is shaking, including <laughs> the cellulite in my legs, whereas these other girls just look mm. hurt and perfect. Do you know what is crazy? Because you were going, all those thoughts were going through your mind, yet. I'm pretty sure that everyone, so many women watching it just like felt a million times better about themselves having you on that show. Like I know that for sure. Yeah, no, I got so many kind messages and I think that as well maybe helped afterwards me think actually, no, I'm all right. I'm fine the way I look because I got so many messages like thank thank you for showing a different representation of what the show was about and thank you for like being okay Mm. with being curvy and whatever and I still think now like that's outrageous that I was and still seem to have been one of the curviest people to have gone on the show I like there are so many girls that are bigger I'm smaller don't get me wrong but bigger than me and are incredible a beautiful inspiring funny charismatic Mm. everything that Love Island looks for but yet they are, they're not being mm. shown. And I think I still find that mm. crazy to this day. No, that's a really good point. I was going to say that you mentioned you were a size 10. I mean, that's hardly, you know, <laughs> I'm like- Yeah, that's not me. The I... average size in the UK is a 16. I'm a 14. Yeah, like now I've had a baby and I can range anywhere mm. from. Like uh, I might fit a size 10 in one shop, but I'm a size 14 or a 16 in- H&M jeans or like Zara jeans after get a large like you know what I mean mm. like and now I look back and think size 10 was biggest on the show that's a horrific diversity <laughs> it's quite embarrassing really um they I think they're bringing out another series so let's hope and pray there's even more diversity because I know they try but I do think it's poor effort um and no I agree and you made a really good point there about dress sizes I mean we're different in every shop, every brand. And that's another thing to remember. Do we really, should we really like be um, defining our beauty or our worth or our sexiness based on the size of our jeans or our dress? A label. Know? Yeah. No. Exactly. I'm like you. Like, I wear like oversized jumpers and leggings most days with boots or trainers. But I get the jumpers in a 16 so that they're really oversized. My leggings are a 14. Yes, yeah, I you know, if I want the style to be tighter, then I'll go down a size. You know, it depends on what vibe you're going for. Yeah. It depends on so many things. So exactly. for me... And it, even just like the cut and the quality mm. of the clothes, yeah. clothes changes the size that I get. Like, mm. it's just, it, you never know. I don't, size is such a 
shit. Excuse my language. I'm not sure if I can swear. You can. As much. You can. It's you such can. a rubbish representation of like body shape mm. and also material. If it's stretchy, you know, like I've got dresses from River Island where like I'm always a 14 there. But if that dress hasn't got stretch and it's just the zip down the side, I'm buggered. It's just not yeah. going to get on because I've got yeah. the biggest boobs. So. You know. Yeah, exactly. But then if it's like one of those bodycon dresses, like I remember I bought one of those like House of CB, you know, really tight ones. <laughs> I've got a small one that I wore when I was pregnant. Mm. Like I wasn't, I was 15 stone when I was about to give birth. So I definitely <laughs> wasn't small, but they, they give a lot. <laughs> Do you know what? I love how like open you are about talking about that. You actually did a post, um, you know, like saying that you were 15 so when you were pregnant. So many women wouldn't yeah. even feel even too embarrassed to admit that. I don't actually weigh myself, so I don't know what I've weighed for about two years. I, I don't even let the doctors weigh it's me. It's best not to. Yeah. Yeah, I have such a bad relationship with the skin. Do you? Just don't look at it. Yeah, I think you get obsessed with it though, don't you? Yeah, I mean, doctors have asked to weigh me um, and I just say, no, sorry, it's not going to happen. And they're like, okay, I mean, it's your choice, so... Um, that's how that's how strongly I feel about it because I spent too many years letting it determine my mood for the day and I just I haven't got time for that you know no completely that's uh, to be fair that's probably something that I should practice more because I go through phases like I'll go through some months and I won't wait for two months or whatever and then another month I'm literally weighing after every week <laughs> not every week but you know what I mean like oh I've peed I wonder if I might now <laughs> so it's just it's just crazy what the scales can do. The bitch in the bathroom needs to stay there and go away. It's funny how I see you as someone who's quite body confident, but there's obviously moments where something triggers and you feel this need to get on the scales. Um, you even mentioned in that post I was referring to that you're back to your pre-baby weight. So there is an element of those numbers on the scales and your confidence is that would I be right in saying that? I'm not. I'm not sure if it's fully my confidence. So my family every Christmas we do we fit. I don't know why we do it after a Christmas meal. That's literally horrific. But anyway, it's just a tradition that we do all like the games and get a we fit age or whatever. It's like an ancient game. Um, but anyway, yeah, and it was just that this Christmas I was like, oh, I had, I could see where I was last year just after I'd had the baby. And then this year it was like down a bit and I was like, oh, but it still says I'm not back to this. And I think that obviously then made me aware and I was already aware that I wasn't the same weight. And that it was simply that I jumped on the scales the other week and it said the number that I knew was when I got pregnant. And it wasn't so much confidence because I look at my body and think my body still doesn't look as good as it did back then. But what's good like I've had a baby now that's much that's worth so much more to me than mm. having that body I used to have like and I think it was more it was more that it was more me acknowledging that I I'd gone on the scales for whatever reason and I it was oh I'm the same weight but I don't look the same so yeah I I don't, I don't know if it affects my confidence it's more trying to I don't know why I do it, but um, I think I think this is a sign that you have to stop. <laughs> probably, yeah, it would probably be healthy because you don't know why it's, you I do get it. So, <laughs> no, and I get obsessed with stuff so easily. I've got like a proper obsessive per- personality when it comes to like stuff like this. Now I'm all or nothing. Like if I'm going to the gym, 
I'm going that week or I'm like, eh, every day, no, don't want to go. And it'll be a week <laughs> at a time that I'll go through these phases. So do you think that being sexy, because I think you're a very sexy woman, do you think you. being sexy helps with your body confidence? I don't personally think I'm sexy. And I think most people that meet me in person are like, oh. <laughs> but like, I, I, yeah, I don't think I'm, I mean, obviously Don thinks I am, thank God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I know that I can play up the sexy and that makes me feel good about myself, but not because I do it for anyone else. I mean, we kind of spoke about this a bit before, but yeah. But it's more like a, I guess a tool. I don't think I'm, that I'm, if you, yeah, I don't think if any of my friends spoke to you, they'd say I'm sexy. Maybe you see it as work in a way, like um, like a, not an alter ego, yeah. but like, right, work mode, let's go. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. I think it's probably a version of me that you get. I mean, my bottom half is literally like the baggiest tracksuit right now that you've ever seen. <laughs> so I think most days this is how I exist. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy being sexy. But I don't personally think that I am. But I know that I can make myself more that way than I am like this. Do you know what I mean? You must have days and you're like, yeah, I look sexy today. No, I'm so not. I'm just Oh, really, shut up. I, no, honestly, I just, I'm just not. For me, I find it really uncomfortable and really awkward to, to even try and be sexy. I just I really struggle. I really struggle. It's just not me. Yeah, it's really not me. Are you serious? Because even today, like, your makeup looks sexy. Your face looks fit. Thanks. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's all I can see of you. Yeah, I'm I've, got a, I've got this. a black um, ASOS oversized T-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but yeah, I guess that's weird that you don't think you are, because I think you are. Do you know what? It's funny. I, look, I, I, I don't know what it is. I think... For me, like being a glamour model or doing any sort of shoot like that, I couldn't do yeah. it for the sake of the shoot just being sexy. Like for me, I just couldn't. I was asked in the past to do a naked shoot with Women's Health, but the pandemic happened, so the, sh the shoot got called yeah. off. And I was going to do it, but because of the reason behind the shoot had like a, a bigger meaning, like empowering women and like yeah. it, was all, it was really diverse. So you were kind of doing it. Yeah, yeah, and and it wasn't going to be like, look at my fanny, woo, I'm sexy and I'm empowering women. It was yeah. like, it was quite tasteful and I think it was going to be like a Rome, Roman theme. And like I did a shoot, I did some lingerie stuff recently with Next, but really conscious of like not over doing sexy poses. Like I just don't feel comfortable doing it I just don't know why I just okay. I, I don't know what it is and I also have never worn low tops um with my boobs I'm very conscious self-conscious of showing too much cleavage but have you always had big boobs because obviously I've had two boob jobs so I wanted big boobs I've always had them and I've always been conscious of them because I've had them before even friends did you know yeah see I feel like I had none <laughs> well not none <laughs> but I didn't have much so I always wanted them and then I think it made me feel so good about myself that I was like, yeah. Mm. And back in the day as well, when I first got them done, it also, I was like, big boobs, my waist all looks smaller. Now I look back and I'm like, oh my God, stupid Jess. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I was so desperate for them and I, 
I always used to watch like America's Next Top Model and do you remember the girls next door? The ones about the Playboy Mansion? Mm. As a teenager, I was obsessed. I wanted to be, there was a girl on America's Next Model who had a boob job and I was like, oh my God, I want to be her. And then like when I saw the girls at Playboy Mansion, I was like, I want to be them. And I'm like, weird now that I wanted that. But I was obsessed with it at the time. But maybe because you were tall as well and models are tall and you felt you could relate to them in that way. Like there's all there's all reasons for it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it was a weird. I think maybe it all started at a point where I was very conscious of all wanting to look a certain way, and then I got the confidence then, and it never left once I thought I was where I wanted to be. Does that right. make sense? So you feel like it, you, you know you got the boob job, um, you got to the weight. Not that, you that, that to... yeah, I f- that doesn't sound great, but I feel like. I don't know why I got so confident or why I was so open with my body. Do you think having a following, because you had a following before you went into Love Island, do you think having that following helped build your confidence? Because, you know, when I gain followers, I'm, I'll, I won't lie. Like, I'm like, great. Like, people are loving what I'm posting. I'm, you know, attracting more people. Like, it gives me confidence. Do you think that gave you confidence? I don't know. I think it was... I think, I honestly think that it was from with, like, in myself. I feel like, oh my God, this is such a weird one to actually think about. Do you know what? I'm so amazed that you don't know. Like, this is actually fascinating in itself. Do we have to have a reason? Does there have to be an answer? Or did you just, is is it a series of events that have, like, just built up? Yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, I, I was always quite... My family's always, like, I've always done swimming and always done sports and always, like, been very open with, like, getting changed, whatever, wearing small swimming costumes, stuff like that. So I never was bothered by not wearing much or, you know, getting changed in front of people and stuff like that. And then I don't know if it just went from there that that as I got older, I I was into the way I looked and felt confident but my body since then like I was looking through photos the other day of like contact sheets from shoots when I was younger like 20 whatever and um I've literally got abs in some of them but I was in such a bad headspace like Mm. I was I was not healthy I was over exercising under eating taking those laxative teas like they were going out of fashion but yeah but I guess I thought I looked good I didn't I looked horribly thin um but yeah I guess I've I've always kind of been fairly confident in that side of things in my body I guess which is amazing and you've obviously regardless you've been on a journey you've you've been you know to that place where you've wanted to get skinny thinking it'll make you happy but you've come out of that and obviously you've got a very strong inner voice I think that overpowers that negative voice and like not everyone has that I feel I have that too Uh, and that's got me out of some of my like darker times with my lack of body confidence where I've done diet pills and you know um all those silly things yeah I feel like you go through it but you always yeah but I think it's you've always I only ever have momentary like oh I'll like have a day or an afternoon where I'll be like oh my god I'm so fat and ugly Mm. and I think everyone has that but I I do very quickly just get on with it and what do you do to help you feel better about that like because I know 
like me, I think you're very proactive. So you wouldn't just, you might sit and mope about it for a bit, but you'll be like, right, okay, well, if this is how I feel, then let me get back in the gym. I know you get up earlier than your son so that you can get in a few sessions. Do you think that's the key as well, not to sit and mope about it and to actually be proactive and do something? Because I always say that, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, exactly. If you always do what you've Mm. always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Like, I don't know. I think as I'm getting older, it's more I'm recognising that my little outburst of of feeling self-conscious or whatever is vain. And that is all it is. Like, like I want my worth to be more than what I look like. And I think understanding that, like, I have, yeah, I have days and I look and I'm like, oh, my God, my skin's so bad. Oh, I don't look like every other girl on Instagram. Rada, rada, rada. But then I also look and I'm like, so what? What? Like, good for, good for them. I'm so, they're very lucky. But, but don't, what does that get you? Like, where's that getting me? Me trying to get back, like, to a, or me trying to be a size six or eight or whatever, what's that going to get me other than less time with my child, more stress in my life, not being able to do the things that I like, like drink wine and eat food. And you know what I mean? I think, I don't know if it's an age thing that's taught me that, you know what, there's actually more to life Mm. than the way you look. Like it's nice to look nice, but I can look nice whatever size Mm. I am. Yeah, I think motherhood's opened my mind to that more as well because you realise the bigger meaning of life. Yeah. And I think you're more, I'm more... Uh, careful with my time and like how I spend it like I don't like I don't want to work out like that's why we get up before the baby because I don't want to work out when the baby's awake and like Dom look after the baby or then me and us taking turns and I don't want to do it in the evening because I'd like to spend time with my husband and watch tv um so yeah so getting up early is the best option for us but to be honest it's not we never do insane crazy hard workouts I'm not here to get crazy results I don't eat a strict diet it is more it makes me feel better about and more productive about the day mm. yeah and that's a really important thing isn't it I I did a podcast yesterday with um Dr Frankie and we talked about how people almost forget that exercise is so much more then for weight loss like there's this obsession that you exercise to lose weight and actually that is like one percent of why exercise is good it's good for so many other things that it's just being neglected yeah no definitely I honestly sometimes I'll do like a 20 minute stretch pilates and that is Mm. my workout like it's practically just lying on the floor Mm. (laughs) because it's all all in your mind I feel good yeah, I feel good for getting up and doing it. I've like had a bit of me time. I like, or even if we just do whatever, a little workout, we've sat there, we listen to music, or we've watched something that we wanted to watch together while, you know, and then have a coffee in peace before we go and wake the baby up. Like, it's just a bit of me time. I think it's been that way for a little while. And that's, I think, the best relationship I've ever had with exercise. I'm not wanting much from it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not putting pressure on it amazing that's such an important message there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, I, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I am doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. Well, maybe it's just a good goss you're after. Georgie Porter and Sharon Carpenter are your go-to girls on Loose Lips. So it's got mine, girth, though. It's got girth. Yeah, mine, mine, mine is quite spindly and, and flaccid. This is like long. Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. So that picture you posted where you talked about your stretch marks and your body being different. I know so many women related to it so much. How important was it for you to post that specific um, Instagram post? I feel like, so I I find I get to the points where I post stuff like that. I don't post it very often, but I'll have like, there's been a couple of times where I kind of post something like that. And it's because I find myself sat there looking at other like mums on Instagram or other women that have had children or whatever, or I'll read some awful trashy online story and it will make me think, do you know what? F word this. Yeah, you can. can. Go for it. (laughs) Oh yeah. I just, I just think, fuck this. Why? Why? Why am I putting, why am I putting myself in this pressure? Why, if I am, other people must feel the same. I've got a platform. Do you know what? I might as well try and bring another side to the narrative of like do you know what you don't have to bounce back you don't have to snap back your body will look different like my waist is nowhere near this as slim as it was before even though I'm at the same weight like yeah my skin's like crepier and thinner than it was like I didn't that's not what I expected going and having a baby I thought I'm 27 I'm young I'll like it'll be fine but so what like it really doesn't it doesn't matter Mm. it's you know what I mean it's I want more children so it's gonna get worse Mm. why am I crying about it now Mm. yeah no exactly god amen to that um I'm my biggest focus now is just feeling stronger and fitter 
so that I my body's actually like more prepared for the next babies if I'm lucky enough to have more you know because I want a big family so if I yeah, focus on same. being strong and focusing on my heart health because I want to be healthy for my children um I want to live a long life that's my biggest motivation um yeah I, I there is weight to lose and I do want to lose some more weight because I feel more comfortable as more of a size well, we said sizes are irrelevant but you know what I mean like a sort of size 12 to 14 is my is yeah, my um, no, I ideal weight it's where Optimum. I'm most comfortable yeah um but that's that's like a bonus in my change in life my lifestyle you know that's a bonus to me working out and eating well and taking my supplements and having time to myself going for long walks whatever it might be um but yeah, I love that you posted that because I do, I, your page is so different to mine because yours is like, I was joking with you about this, wasn't I? Yeah, I was going to say, they're both, you were right when you said they're both so necessary. Because um, like, I love following you because you make me think, oh my God, I like, it's okay. I'm <laughs> fine. Like, screw everyone else. Um, and yeah, and it get that your pages like yours give me so much like confidence in myself. Like I'm not alone, Good. and stuff like that. And then we were talking about more aesthetic feeds. Not that yours isn't, but it's much real, more real, less orchestrated snapshot into your life. Um, but yeah, then I feel I feel more like artistically inspired that with more aesthetic feeds that like. No, I get like confidence from you guys and then it's like oh and I can do cool stuff too that looks crazy like beautiful on Instagram that's I think yeah I you know what I mean yeah you're getting that balance from both so my question was going to be what are your thoughts on like super edited aesthetic Instagram pages um you know, or, you know, are they, are there, is there a space for them or are they more damaging? But you rightly said there, like... Are we talking edited body or are we talking edited filters? So this is what I was going to say. There is, a, there is a difference because your page is beautifully aesthetic in the sense that you use the same colour tones and style. Thanks, I try it, could be better No, it, your page is so, so lovely. And it's really you, you know? I loved when you started talking on your stories more. You should keep that up because- I know, it, I'm really bad at it. But you're so good at it though, because aesthetically your page is like, wow, beautiful. Like, you know, the clothes you wear, I want to buy. Um, they're always sold out for God's sake. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to your stories and I can see the girl behind those images. And I think that's really important. And that's what I love about your page. Yeah. And yeah, like you say, you, you you know, you could you could print your photos, make a book and it look beautiful on the coffee table. And it's it's nice that you get inspiration from pages similar to yours. And you've mentioned it before. And then my page, I feel like it's easier to create a page like mine because I, it doesn't have to be overthought. I just pay, post how I feel. But then again, some people I don't, don't know. Like... I think you share so much about yeah, yourself. That it could be harder for some. I feel like I would... Str yeah, yeah, no, no, I completely agree. Like, I feel like it's... I actually think I would struggle more to have your feed and be more open about everything. Just because I don't think I'm necessarily that kind of person or I wish I was more open but I feel very 
conscious about being that open, I guess, or like, you know what I mean? Whereas I like mm. that, I get what you mean about have it, about doing more stories. And I do always try, like, on my stories, I will rarely have makeup on and stuff like that. It's normally me, like, in tracksuits talking about something that's pissed me off that day on Instagram <laughs> or whatever. Um, but, yeah, but it is good to show both sides. But, yeah, I wouldn't, I think I would struggle to... As much as I get what you're saying about my feed, I also feel the same about yours. Like, you share so much great <laughs> stuff and knowledgeable stuff and stuff that I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that. But I just feel like people would be like, shut up. You've watched, you know. Oh, no, CG, I think what it is, the difference there is that you've got press. There's press that you're, I guess, a celebrity and I'm not. So oh, I no. can post. <laughs> but, it's, you know, the Daily Mail could easily grab yeah. something that you post and make a story out of it. But with me, they, I mean... No, nobody knows who I am so I can do it without that worry or concern of of how it might be twisted and even though I know you don't think that way about yourself there still might be that subconscious thing there because you know at one point when you came out of Love Island Love Island's happening there were there were loads of um loads of press and it's good and bad and we all know what the press can be like so I think that's why a lot of celebrities hold back yeah. on being really raw and honest yeah no you might there might be some truth there I mean even like that photo that you were on about where I said that I got down that I'm back to bit whatever pre-baby weight it was taken from my Instagram and the headline was like just shears announces that she's back at post baby weight I was like well yes that's true but that's not the context in which no. I said it and that then makes it like I'm making some grand announcement. I'm like, hey, guys. I'm, you know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. I yeah. think you're probably right that there is some thought in the back of my head that, like, don't share too much because God knows where that will end up. Yeah. And I feel like that post wasn't was about it taking a year, you a year and a half and you accepting the changes to your body and you were doing the opposite of what they were making it sound like. They were making it sound like you were like, I've bounced back. I'm pre-baby weight. Because we see so yeah. much of that. And yeah, so I, I know why. I know why celebrities struggle to be that raw and authentic. And that's why influencers do it, I guess. So it's nice to have that balance. And I think I think pages like yours, the ones that are like all like the, the colour tones and the editing that goes into it, not not as in body editing, but like the lighting. So if that takes talent, that's actually a skill that I don't have. I've really struggled. I've tried to make my page look like like one of those pages and my manager was just like just be you honey for god's sake give up it's just not happening because I'd get a really <laughs> lovely picture of me and Macy and I'd have a caption that I really want to post but it didn't match the colors that are on my page and I was like I can't do this this is really hard I need to tell everyone how I feel but I couldn't because it didn't match my page and that was just too difficult yeah, for me yeah no I have stuff that we scrap or like shoot for a whole day and I won't use one image because it doesn't fit or it didn't edit right or it doesn't look yeah it's stressful or I'm like oh I can't actually post I've got this outfit that I really like but I can't post it because it doesn't go oh my <laughs> god I want put it on your stories then for god's sake we want to see <laughs> <laughs> I know I need to get better at stories it's so do you know what Instagram's really hard <laughs> do you know what this is the, this was going to be my next topic um because we both got really frustrated about the net the bad the bad reputation that influencers got over the pandemic especially the whole Dubai thing and I nearly wrote the longest story and I just it all deleted and I thought oh my god I can't rant again I literally wrote like two full stories worth of like very small font going off 
how did you feel about it tell us now it was just that do you know what I'm like sick of influencers getting a bad rap or like people ruining the word like uh, it already gets looked down upon by so many people of like oh like you're an influencer yeah sure like it's mm. people see it as a joke or like an easy job and don't understand that if you're if you are actually influencing you're often managing your own booking so you're you're I mean we don't have managers I do everything so you've doing your own management you're doing your own invoices you're chasing your own stuff you're doing your own content creation you're doing all of it and then you obviously you're dealing with being self-employed and not having a steady income or whatever or having to make enough money to sort of equate to that put into that having a baby as well and not having maternity leave like it's just and then people swanning off and saying that they are going to because Right, there's a difference between the fact that you can work abroad because you work off your laptop and that you're going abroad for work. That's where I had a problem with it. Mm. And it just felt like it Mm. was just people who weren't really influenced because, well, I don't want to shit on anyone, but it wasn't anyone who was like really big or it takes actually influencing seriously. It seemed that it was either celebs or people who were trying to be influencers or trying to make it as an influencer and do you know what hats off to them if you want to go abroad go abroad like that's I can't stop you no one can but own up to that don't say you're working abroad because you're not you're at the beach club every day getting free drinks and then what staying in I don't know staying wherever for probably a post like that's completely different that's not working abroad that's going abroad and then making the most of opportunities you've got out there do you know what I mean? It just really, mm. it really bored my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was um, it was for me. It was just very like it was very irritating. I already feel awkward about. Uh, Ricky will tell you this. Whenever there's like an app, a form, and it asks for your occupation, I never put influencer down because. Have you just done your census? Oh, it's just come in the post. I need to do that, and I'm like, right, what do I put down that might? Yeah. No, we just did it, and I was like, yeah, it's just like not sound. Yeah. It for Macy's birth certificate even, I was like, I'm gonna put author down because I have got a book and I'm just gonna hold on to that even though it's not like I'm I'm not a novelist. Like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what to put. Like I wasn't no. gonna put a podcaster. Oh my god. I think like I only I only had series one out and I think I even put blogger because it sounds better. Yeah, yeah. blogger. But I'm not a blog I don't well, I guess it is like a blog. But it's yeah, anyway. No, I haven't got a blog. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, isn't it, that I feel like we're backed into this corner of being almost ashamed of the job title, but through no fault mm. of our own. Mm. That's exactly it. Do you know what I mean? Like, we work unsociable, yeah, we work unsociable hours. You're, I suppose you're like me, that your phone's always on, you're, I always reply to, well, I'm bad at emails, but I always, I've got emails coming in, I'm always looking at them and reading them, like, we'll sometimes work super early or super late and hours that like people in a nine to five wouldn't Mm. do but yeah it's deemed as something that's not as legit as them you know what I mean Katie Meehan another podcast episode that I've I've recorded she said what people need to realize is that influencers job isn't hard but they work really hard so we're not saving lives we're not I don't know you know, there's loads of jobs similar to that are, that are harder than yeah. ours. No, not yeah. firefighters or whatever. No, we're not yeah. lawyers, but we work really hard. Like if we go on holiday, we 
we film that whole holiday that that we document that whole holiday for our followers because they want to see it so I get frustrated that I can't tell you the yeah the last time we had a holiday mm. where I didn't spend at least part of every day mm. shooting I was yeah, going to say I get, get really annoyed because I feel like it would be easy for people listening to this to say well then yeah you don't have to but really like you think not being on our phone for a week will lose engagement Therefore, when we put our engagement yeah. forward for jobs, which determines our rates, we'll lose money. That's how it works. So we've got to keep our figures up, our statistics up. We've got to keep our engagement up. We've got to keep things exciting so that brands remain interested in us. And so our rates don't drop. And that's the truth of it. You know, it's not as simple as us just having a break. Like, you know, I have, I used to be really bad. It's like if I didn't post for a day, I'd be like, oh, my God, I haven't posted. Oh, my God. Like. I need to post something. I need to do a post. I've chilled out. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm just like, I'm at a point where I'm I'm happy with my, my following and... Tethered to post, yeah. But, yeah, I just feel like we get criticised by followers and people that use Instagram and they love digging us out. Well, then get off it if you hate influencers so much, you know. You're, we're entertaining you you know? Yeah. And they're always following you and they've always been following you for a while. And it's like, look, if I honestly, that's one thing that gets me as well, that Instagram is so mean. And I mean, all the TikTok Mm. and that TikTok, oh my God, I sound old. (laughs) TikTok and that are all the same, that people are mean. Like I would never have the balls to say, well, not even the balls, but I'd never have the audacity to say anything mean to anyone to their face, unless they were mean to me as a person and even then I'm the sort of person that I'm like do you know what okay whatever someone will come back and bite you in the ass in the future or like karma will have its way like I'm not I'm not that snappy with lashing out at people but I don't get where people think it's okay to be so mean and like especially about someone's job like I'm not hurting you by having this Mm. job if like what's Mm. your problem with it and quite often I feel like it's because it's an envy of what they think the job mm. is rather than what the actual mm. job is. Because you're right, it's not a hard job. I get it. Take a picture, post it on Instagram. But to get to a point where you can use it as a viable income, mm. you have to have worked really hard. You have to have mastered certain things. You have to keep improving. Like, even now, like, Dom and I, bless Dom, he got a drone. And, like, I can't fly it for the love of God, but he's learned how to fly it, like, we, I'm trying to get better editing videos, I hate editing, like, or even, like, just the way we shoot, like, we had to shoot something for a campaign the other day, in the pitch black, and they wanted, like, blurred cars in the background, I have no idea, so we're out at, like, 10pm, while the baby's in bed, and I've dropped him at my mum's, trying to get these photos, and I've got no idea, and I've sat there watching YouTube video after YouTube video of how to do it, and you know what I mean, like, it's the mm. same as any other job. Like you're constantly having to evolve and be better in order to remain employed. Current, yeah. And then you got reels, throw reels in the mix. <laughs> oh my god, I think I've done one reel ever. I'm so bad. It's just, I can't keep up with all the content. Do you know what? This isn't even us like saying feel sorry for us at all. Like we both no. said at the start of this episode, like we're really lucky. We've we've stayed in our jobs. Um, you know, things are going well, but we've worked hard to get to where we are. And I think it's just more about influencers being treated all the same. Like I got, I got a DM the other day saying, oh, look, and here's another influencer jumping on it. And I'm like, oh, 
just stop with it. Like this happened by accident. Um, I'm just me on Instagram and um, yeah, I think it's just a generalization. I don't like generalizing everyone. It's like saying every man is the same. Oh, all men are creeps. All men are perps. All influencers are flash. Yeah. Are flash. Uh, I don't know whatever people think of influencers and go to Dubai and lie about their holidays. Yeah, like, wasting, trying not to have a real job. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's no, just... exactly. Like I would never typecast anyone. Mm. And I feel like, especially with this whole Meghan Markle thing, like people are very quick to judge others that they don't even know based on headlines, based on snippets of their life that they might see on Instagram. And I'm really uncomfortable with it. I just, I just don't. I just, I really don't like it. And I think. I know the be kind message is really, uh, and I do think people should be held accountable if they do make mistakes, if they are being a bad influence, but this whole judging people, trolling, being unkind, turning your nose up at someone because they're an influencer, like it has to stop. It's not fair, you know? No, definitely. I like, you wouldn't judge anyone if they said, oh, I'm going to be a plumber, a hairdresser, or whatever, you wouldn't go, oh, no, really. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, people do for this job. It's just, I guess it's all having respect for each other and that's all it is. And how do you juggle motherhood with all the work? Like you're talking about, you and Dom literally are uh, like a team of two and you're managing it all between you. So how do you juggle it all? Um, We look forward to nap times a lot. They hopefully will never go. <laughs> They do go. Um, please don't. I'm not ready. Um, no, do you know what? I honestly, like, some days we just write it off and we're really unproductive and we just spend it doing time with our son. Um, but we just try and be really quite regimented with, like, we'll try and get up and work out, although today we didn't. Um, and then, yeah, when he has a nap, hopefully it's for, like, an hour and a half and we literally make sure that we are ready to go as soon as we have that time that we get all of like if we're working shooting at home we get it done then we normally do all our emails in the evening bless our baby he comes out and shoots with us most of the time but we try and shoot somewhere where we can then go for a walk afterwards or do at least something fun get a starbucks or a costa or i don't know pop in yeah. and drive past my grandma's on the way back and we'll have a little outside the window conversation with her but yeah it's it's long it's really long and it not every day is great and I don't know I honestly like do you know what it just does it feel like you're not actually you don't actually get anything done but it's just been exhausting Mm. for some reason I feel like that's what I've learned since having a child like I never realized how Mm. much of an impact a child would quite have like that sounds stupid like obviously you've had a child that's gonna change your life but oh my god everything takes longer everything has to be like planned and or you've just got to account for a hundred different things going wrong. Mm, I mean, yeah, you, you definitely can't be that spontaneous, can you? And that, that's that been my biggest struggle as a mum. I'm fine now. I think it's taken me, took me a year. Mason's seen me too. So I've had a year of building my career back up again. But I lost myself big time when I became a mum. And the impact it had on me, I really did not realise how much like it would take from me. It exhausted me mentally, physically. And I actually didn't know how to get back to work. I was like, the the, the, the idea of childcare, like didn't even come into my head that, that my mum could help me out. Like, I just was like, oh my God, is this my life now? Like I'm stuck. Like I just, my whole 
outlook just yeah. like froze. I was just like, and it made me really low. I couldn't see a way out. That sounds really bad, but I'm so maternal and I'm so career driven. And that's always been like, that's been the biggest challenge for me, but I'm fine now. A battle. Yeah, it was a battle where I was, obviously there were sleepless nights and hormones involved. And then once that space sort of got better, I started to have a clearer view of like, I oh, actually kind of chill out, babes. Like, um, you know, <laughs> you can be a career woman. So we have talked about body image, body confidence, um, being sexy. We've talked about boob jobs we've talked about body our bodies changing we've talked about being influencers and we've talked about juggling mum and work life being self-employed um we talked about so many things I know it sounds seems like we've just had like a conversation between us um which probably feels weird to you yeah I feel like I and I feel like I've just rambled on at you so thanks for bearing with me you haven't at all you haven't at all um, you say I don't know a lot, and I feel like you're you. It's I a don't, coping thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> you do know, but you just don't want to like go there. Um, yeah, and that's really interesting about you. Um, but I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast. I just want to ask one more question. Well, I've got two more questions. The first one is, yeah. what are your plans? I know you've got your beautiful little clothing um, company, um, but what are your plans and what are your goals? Oh, plans and goals. I think goals is to have a big, happy, healthy family and retire by 50. <laughs> Amazing. Um, whether that's going to happen or not is a whole other thing. But no, um, goals, I think, do you know what? I'd just like to use my page for, like I was thinking about this the other day, I'd love for my page to be a place where people feel both at home and inspired like I think I'm trying or I'm figuring out that my place on Instagram for me feels like somewhere that I don't just want to post about cute clothes or makeup like not there's anything wrong with that but I'm really enjoying having sort of more of a relationship with like do you know what like other people who look like me or feel like me or even that don't but don't fit what society deems as like you know the generic mm. beautiful thing I don't know do you know what I mean like yeah. I do, that's my goal my goal is just to make my Instagram and my online presence more mean meanful fulfilling that mean yeah yeah or just like, meaningful yeah meaningful there we go why have yeah I, I think lost the ability to speak <laughs> no I think I think it's because you might like your I don't know you seem to lack confidence in what you say and I don't think you should I think you've got an amazing story to tell I think that the confidence you do have and especially around your body and uh, like the acceptance the body acceptance that you have especially since after have a baby is something that a lot of women um would really um embrace and thrive off I would especially because like I'll admit I've like got, seen your post and I've been like oh my god I really want to look like her she's bloody gorgeous but not in the sense that it makes me feel I cry for the rest of the day Jessica don't worry like yeah. I, I look at your pictures <laughs> and I think gosh she's bloody stunning um get me in that blazer but I never wear brown so yeah <laughs> but I, think, I love a brown yeah you look good in it I think more of those posts where you've, you're talking about your stretch marks and and those changes um would be so amazing I would love to see that no, for sure no, definitely. 
My final question I ask all my guests to end the podcast is what piece of advice would you give your younger self? Oh, probably just stop trying to keep up in every sense of it. Like, mm. stop trying to match everyone around you. Like, you know what? Do you stay in your own lane? Not stay in your own lane, but you know what I mean? Do mm. do what's good for you. It doesn't matter about anyone else. And stop comparing to other people. Mm. And try, yeah, trying to... I don't know. Yeah, trying to make yourself what you think everyone else thinks you should be rather than just what you are. Mm, I love that. I love that. It's really important. Um, Thank you so much for sharing so much with me today. I hope you've enjoyed it. having me. I know. I I feel really like, oh, can we do this again so I can actually make sense? I feel like I've not made a lot of sense. I've just rambled. But hopefully that other people enjoy listening to it or it's a different version of me than I think probably most people will have heard yeah that's that's the nice thing it's authentic it's raw it's real like it's not rehearsed and that's what this is all about you just being you and that's that's what the advice you wanted to give your younger self so here we are but thank you for having me I do appreciate it I feel like I'm in a really good group of people that have been on your show so I feel very privileged thank you no I feel privileged I'm I'm glad you said yes so thank you so much and I'm sure I'll speak to you this week at some point on Instagram we're always having our little natters so I'll speak to you soon no thank you have a good day take care babe bye I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.